Listening Dog Media. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. He's one of England's most capped international players. Seaman is the man here. He's one of the world's most decorated goalkeepers. And it was somehow kept out by Seaman. That is a fantastic save. This is Seaman Says with David Seaman. And Seaman, what a magnificent save. Hear him. Breathtaking. Like never before. My guest today is a Premier League winner who has won 53 caps and was the first black player to captain England. Welcome the landlord of the Queen Vic, <laughs> Mr. Paul Ince. Seamers, legends of the game. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not uh, as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. What's that? Is that? Have you got my shirt in the background? That's very kind of you. Yeah, well, you wish you were number one. No, that, that, that's, that's uh, Michael's. <laughs> well, here he is, Mr. Paulins. Welcome to my podcast, mate. Welcome to Seaman Says. Seaman <laughs> Says. Wow, love it. Don't say much, but he says it. <laughs> yes. I love it, son. Love it, son. So what what you thought of England? <clears throat> Um, I kind of, I kind of think of the England game, or the England son of the last two games, a bit like our two games in Euro '96. Yeah, you know, because we we didn't really play well against the Swiss, did we? No, um, not at all. If we've been totally honest, and, and it's fair, the Scotland game wasn't much better. You know, it's only the result that was better yeah. than the performance. You can remember um, how nervous we felt. <clears throat> Sorry. If you remember how nervous we felt before the Scotland game and and the Switzerland game, actually. Well, I remember, oh. how nervous you, I remember how nervous you were. I was oh. fine. I was right. Yeah, right. of course you were. I remember going to the top of the tunnel when we went to have a look at the pitch and there was knights on horses whizzing around the dog track at Wembley. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. That massive blow-up trophy in the middle of the pitch and everything. I was like, oh was, God, this I is know. it. And I think, I think it is, you know, even, even though people like us, you know what I mean, we've, we've had very good careers, you know what I mean, we're, Went in at the start of the tournament. I think because we were at home. I think we, I don't think we were nervous about the teams we were playing. Yeah. I think it's just the fact that it was home and and the build up to it. You know, just going up the street and all the cars that you know bibbing and the flags out. And yeah. We think this is the opportunity, and then people keep keep throwing it in their faces about 1966 and it's 30 years on. You know, we've got a great chance and yeah. yeah so you, you kind of get nervous about that. Um, but then then again, you think about you know the Swiss game. Um, just to just to get a um, 
what's up with these computers? They just get kicked. All these doors just keep coming out of the computers. You know what I mean? This is mad, isn't it? You know what I mean? Oh, no. No, no, normally, for me and you to speak together, you'd have to come to the Queen Vic. In my exactly, hotel. yeah. <laughs> we had a nice little conversation. The Queen Vic you know at Burning Beaches. <laughs> <laughs> That was some atmosphere though, weren't it, that we had that we had going and it was it was like a good mix, weren't it? It was Yeah. We were mates, you know, and you know, we were really strong rivals on you know, in the in the league. But when we came to England we were all still mates. But well, that's that's the good thing about it, and, that, and that's gotta be a credit to Terry Venables, Brian mm. Robson, and other staff. And and, and to us in a whole, because I kind of felt when we first joined up with England not in Euro 96, but when we first started anyway, international careers, there was a, like, a Liverpool table, there was an Arsenal table, yeah. Mate United table, wasn't there? And you know, and you kind of stuck to your own, you kind of stuck to the players yeah. that you played with week in and week out. Um, but I, it, with England, under uh, Terry Venables, it kind of, he changed it around, didn't we? I was sitting yeah. with you and Wrighty and Gaza, exactly. and you know, we kind of mixed with each other, found yeah. out about each other, what their dislikes were, what their likes, and yeah. You know, you wanted to play from when it came to the game day, didn't it? That was a great, great thing to do. But, yeah, I think the Queen Vic was amazing. It was. <laughs> if, if the, when I talk about the Queen Vic, I'm trying to say that my room was called the Queen Vic because um, you just have so many people in there um, doing so many things. It was <laughs> the like meeting room. Like, it was a meeting room. Yeah, and, it'd be like, and I'd be like, because I was like designated Gazza's babysitter, and I'd be like, Where's Gaza? They're like, in his room. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, and the thing, it was great though. And then, then you know, we used to say about 10 o'clock, right lads, Queen Vic shut. Gaza was going, no, 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 just another hour. I said, no Gaza, out of Queen Vic, otherwise you're going to get banned, son. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, and I banned him and J-Mo once, you know what I mean? Uh, for two days. <laughs> <laughs> I'd to beat what they did to get that ban. Gazza <laughs> <laughs> would go out. Gazza would just be sitting by the side of the bed, just like talking to himself. Yeah. Gazza, shut up. I'm going to go out. You know what I mean? Um, and right and right It was so funny. But no, they, 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 that's what's so good about those times. You know what that's, I mean? That's when, that team spirit that we had, isn't it? Yeah, we had all talks in, in the room and, you know, David Jones yeah. was like, photos and all that stuff um, it, no it was great it was great and I think we kind of took that onto the pitch not so much the first game but yeah. I think the second game against Scotland was was the major turning point for us I think and I've always said you know the Hong Kong situation brought us closer together Yeah. you know cause you, remember, you remember H when we came back and yeah, the press were really really on oh. our case weren't they? I know they were on our case they were like trying to get Gaza out of the squad you know, we're like, no, he's one of our best players. Leave him alone. <laughs> well, Rosalind, that's, and that's what it was like. And, you know, the more I think that kind of brought us even closer together, just having that kind of knowing that the press was against us. There was a kind of negative vibe at the time. Yeah. Um, and I think the Scotland game was a pivotal, pivotal, pivotal moment in, in doing that, you know, turning around the kind of mindset of the fans, the mindset of the press. They started to kind of be more positive. Yeah more belief in, in, in what they were writing. Uh, but that, that would, all would have changed if we, if we lost to the, to the Scottish team. And, it, and it all changed in, you know, with 15 minutes to go. You know, I make the penalty save. I'm still celebrating my save. Gazzagosa scores 90 seconds later. <laughs> but, but the thing is, and, and, and that's what I say, we, we all keep showing that iconic moment when Gazza scored that goal. And I was so angry about it. Let's just kind of rewind, you know, 
rewind a bit because obviously if Gary McAllister scores that penalty, you know, it's a completely different game. Could it, they, were, they, they were a good team, the Scottish team. Yeah. They weren't a bad team. And I think if McAllister scores that, then it's 1-1 and all of a sudden we start doubting ourselves. And, yeah, um, there was only 15 minutes to go. You know, yeah, and, so, so you know, we, 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 went from, we went from, you know, it, the chance of it being 1-1 to 2-0 mm. up, game over, within mm. 90, 90 seconds. And, what and, a great feeling, though. <laughs> oh, it was an amazing feeling. And this is what I'm saying. You were so uh, inspirational in that. And what people don't understand is that once you save the penalty from your goal kick, went straight into Teddy Sheridan. Yeah. Not sure. I'm not sure if you meant it, H, but it was a hell of a pass if you meant it. It was a bit of a snap hook. Yeah, a bit like your driver, son. No, exactly. <laughs> he still does it. <laughs> but it was, I mean, it was a great pass, you know what I mean? I mean, we talk about, you know, Edison doing that for Manchester City and they say what a great ball it was and keeps us playing with their feet. You know, you pinged a straight ball to Teddy's feet. Yeah. Great touch into Dan Anderton, bang into Gaza. Oh. And we, I mean, when the game two new up. So yeah. as much as we can't talk about Gaza for that game, I, I always go back to Dave Seaman, you know, and how he changed, you know, the, the momentum like that. of that game. You know, I do, honestly, I, people, yeah. people need to know that, you know? Yeah, exactly. But then what about the Dutch when we played them? Mm. That was just epic, wasn't it? Do you know what? And I, it's funny you say it because we're talking about England now and when they're actually going to hit form, mm. you know, and, and I think, you know, that result against Scotland soon gave us that kind of belief. And I remember, I remember going into into the um, hotel and talking with a few of the lads, and we were saying, "I wonder how we're going to play against the Dutch because they are the Dutch. They're total yeah. football." Can you, you remember know? when Terry used to make us watch videos of the Dutch? Mm. Because we did have to qualify, like every get together we had, we'd watch mm. different videos and that. But we'd always watch some of the Dutch, and we'd be like, yeah. "What were you doing?" And he was like, "Because these are the bar. You know, these are going to be the best team that you know." And at some stage, we will face them. Mm. And how good was that? It was correct, and that was me dreaming in, in the group stages. And um, you know, I, 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 I thought to myself, and I thought with speaking to a few of the players, and we were saying, "When are we going to play against the Dutch? Are we going to sit deep? You know what I mean? And let them come on to us and try and counter attack them?" And Terry went, "No, we're going to go at them. We're going to yeah. go at them from the first whistle, first minute, and and we're going to play their type of football." And lo and behold, you know, it was it's it's probably one of the Best performances ever from any English team. Not because yeah. we were in it, but just from the point of view of how good the Dutch were yeah. at that time. And uh, I mean, the atmosphere was exhilarating. The fans, night football, wasn't it? You love night football at Wembley yeah. age. Uh, at Wembley, at the old Wembley. It was just yeah. so good. Yeah, so iconic that stadium. And I'm not yeah. sure where we get that buzz again or that kind of atmosphere in the new Wembley. But the old yeah. Wembley uh, was amazing. And um, I remember that game. And remember, I got booked in the Scotland game. Okay, and um, I got booked in the Holland game also. And right. then I think it was like 20 minutes from the end, oh. the ball goes up. I'm looking, I think it's number four. Must be a mistake, can't be my number. <laughs> <laughs> it's never so your number. <laughs> yeah, so I, remember, I, remember, I remember Brian Robson like, looking over and going, Come on, in, see, off you come. <laughs> you must have the wrong person. <laughs> you thought there was a one in front of it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was, and I was, I was absolutely fuming. So I'm thinking, well, anyway, we're four one up, we're cruising. You know, what I mean, loving the game, loving what I'm doing. 
And he says, no, off you come. And I, I was absolutely fuming. I didn't shake his hand. I didn't do anything. Oh, no. <laughs> Did you keep the water bottle? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I just, I just couldn't believe it. You know, I just couldn't yeah. believe that he took me off because I think he bought David Platt on, I think. Um, right. But I think as, as a manager, I think now, because I've managed a few teams, I understand the reason behind it because I was going to obviously be suspended, for, suspended the, um, for the next game, weren't you? Spanish game. Yeah. Uh, so I, at the time, I didn't, I wasn't happy about it, but then obviously when I sit back after, I think, yeah, well, maybe that's what I would have done the same thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, and obviously the Spanish game, I was gutted because you're kind of thinking, because I actually thought, looking at the games prior to that, that the Spanish were the best team. Yeah. You know, I thought, yeah. At the time, we were, we were fortunate, weren't we? Because they had, um, they, were, they were like all over us, but without mm. really having a lot of clear-cut chances, but to be fair to them, they did have a goal ruled offside that, that yeah. wasn't it, was it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it had been we would have been out, wouldn't we? Yeah, exactly. And I would have saved my <laughs> penalty. Piercy wouldn't have saved his. Piercy wouldn't have scored his penalty either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's funny, though, because I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, well, if we don't get through this, then that's me done. Yeah. No, oh, just yeah, myself. Of course. And yeah. I'm thinking, and if we do get through it, is he going to kick the same team? Oh. <laughs> That's not going to be done. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, um, but just, just talking about the penalties, you know what I mean? That's a, I think we don't really talk about penalties and what goes for the keeper's minds, you know what I mean? And you've got a great record of, of saving penalties, you yeah. know, even the Callister one in the Spanish, um, not so much in the Germans. Don't know. Welcome to the Germans. You didn't say a penalty. What's wrong with you? I, know, I, I touched one. <laughs> I got my fingers <laughs> on one. That's how good they were. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, just, just like the um, mindset that goes, what goes in your head? I mean, because you do, I must say, a lot of research, you know, about the penalty takers, yeah. how they take it, where do they go. At the time, because it's like anything, we can all practice penalties in training. But when it comes to that moment, you know, no, in front yeah. of 67,000 fans, what are you thinking? Are you still thinking, go back to the playbook and see where they put it? Or are you just looking in the eyes? No, and the way because they... I, I, never, I never did that in C. I, I just, all I did is I took it on the run-up. The, the angle at which they approached the ball dictated to me which way I was going to go. And what mm. I would wait for is that some players, like they're running to take a penalty and they're looking at you, looking at you. And then at the last minute they go to kick the ball. Right. Mm. So as soon as they were like that, that's when I would <laughs> go. You know, so they right. didn't know which way I was going to go. And, um, you know, you see some now, he, I think um, Hazard does it. He does it unbelievably. He, he doesn't even look at the ball to strike it. Mm. He watches the goalkeeper all the way in and then side foots it. But I used to love penalties, obviously, because I was you know, pretty successful at it. But people mm. say to me, you must have been so nervous and everything. I'm like, no, this is a chance of glory for me. Because this, yeah. is, this is as close <laughs> as it comes to scoring a goal, I would imagine. You know, because I was one of those goalkeepers that never, ever went up. <laughs> I never went <laughs> up for corners or anything. That's what it was. I know. Well, I, I, oi, I saw Peter Schmeichel try and get back for Man United and he pulled his hamstring and I was Maybe crying well. with laughter. I'm <laughs> <laughs> it well. I'm it well. <laughs> so that's why I never went up. But I used to love penalties, you know, because you never expected to save them. You know, and if you don't, you don't get blamed. Even if you let one in that, that that you should save, you don't get blamed anyway. So it's a chance of glory, and it's a it was a free hit, and I used to look forward to it so much. Would you do you think like in today's football as a goalkeeper, just keeping a foot on the line, the penalties? Do you think that would be an advantage to you or a disadvantage to you? Um, 
I was never one that came right out of, you know, you see some mm. goalkeepers that take a step forward and then go to the side. I was never really one like that, but it's just, it's a case of adapting. Look, if I can get used to the back pass rule, I'm sure I could get used to that penalty rule. <laughs> <laughs> that back pass rule was a lot harder to get used to, yeah. trust me. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's one for you then. So, if you're a manager, all right, and you're a goalkeeper, do you want a goalkeeper who's a shot stopper? rather than a goalkeeper who's good with the ball? Me, if I, if it was me, I would want him as a... He should be a good stop, a shot stopper. You know, mm. he should be good around his box on crosses and, you know, like you say, making the saves. But nowadays, you have got to be good with your feet. You have mm. got to be. But the, the difference is now is, is that they're taught that, you know, and they, they train with that. You know, it, was, it wasn't something that I had to get used to because I never really had to play like they do now. You know, playing yeah. out from the back. You know, when when Wenger came, okay, we started playing out from the back, but it was played out like outside the area. If you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I never passed it like they do now. I, I wouldn't be able to do that because I wasn't taught that. You know, and my left foot was just for standing on. My right foot was a good one, but my left foot was a shocker. <laughs> <laughs> and and, do, and I mean, do you think now? Obviously, that's probably one of the reasons why Pope's not starting for England. Because yeah. of his position. Well, obviously, he's, he's injured as well, isn't he? So, you know, yeah. he, he missed out. But when he went in, when he had yeah. his chance, it was exposed that he wasn't very good with his feet. You know, or yeah. he, he not not very good. He, he got exposed and he didn't look as confident. You know, so people focus on that. But Pickford, for me, is not like England down at all. You know, he's, mm. when you look at his Everton career... He makes mistakes, but what I like about him, Incy, is that it, I saw him make a mistake in one game, and he made it in the first five minutes. And I thought, oh, this is a right test for him now, you know. And I'm watching and thinking, how does he react? You know, does he react positive, or does he like crumble? And he made about three worldy saves after that, and Everton ended up getting a draw, I think it was, or or a win. You know, so that's what I look for in a goalkeeper. I look for the guy that can make the mistake. But then react afterwards. Yeah, correct. After. Yeah. And to ask me a question, because I've always wondered this about goalkeepers. You know what? I'm not about a goalkeeper's union. That's why you never came to my room. <laughs> <laughs> I always kind of felt that when a goalkeeper makes a good save, all right, and you can explain this to me in detail, what, when a goalkeeper makes a good save, does he then turn around and have a go at everybody else? I know. I think for me, that's a little bit of insecurity. You know, like yeah. because I think that what they're trying to do is they're trying to gain credit for when they let one in, and then they'll still have a go at somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I wasn't like that. Some sometimes I would have a little go if I felt they'd done something really wrong. But I was always one of those guys that I would rather sort it out in the dressing room than on the pitch. You know, then start slagging off. I know Peter and um, oh, I forgot his name now. The centre half at Man United, Brucey. They used Brucey. to like go at each other like crazy. They used to slaughter Brucey big I know, time. I know, but um, but I always used to say so. There's two styles of goalkeeping that are totally different, but both work. So like there was me that was like calm and didn't really have a go at people, whereas Peter would be hyperactive and having to go at people, but still brilliant goalkeeper. Brilliant. So let's go back to Germany. I don't I don't want to, but let's go back <laughs> to the semi-finals. I oh, know. And what a, what a start we got off to. Mm. Thanks then, to me. 
<laughs> well, well, people forget about it. I know Shearer scored. Yeah. But mine was the volley at the start at the edge of the box. <laughs> but the keeper turned it over the, over right. the box. Yeah, it went out for the corner, that's right. Yeah. Corner, and put the corner and Shearer glanced into the bottom main corner. Would you, claim that, would you claim that as an assist nowadays? <laughs> you know me, I try to claim anything as an assist nowadays. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I didn't get any adulation for that. But you're right, we had we got to a great start, didn't we? Yeah. And, yeah. I, and, and I think when, when we did that, I think we all kind of felt this was it. Do you think we scored too early? Um, a little bit, but it did settle us. But then they scored, mm. they equalised quite early afterwards, didn't they? Yes, they did. Yeah, so it was, um, you know, but it was a tense game and then we go to extra time and then it goes to penalties and then we had, you know, like all the lads like it really good penalties and then there was one crap one. (laughs) 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 Exactly, but it was just, you know, but what I felt after that, when that last penalty, when they, I think it was Muller that scored the winner, Mm. when he knocked it in, I was like, oh God, we're out of it now. But then, Mm. I don't know about you, but I had that feeling of like, well, hang on a minute, we've we've done really well here. You know, and you saw the fans and you, you, I got that realisation of where, I'm so so glad that we'd made the England fans start to love the England team again. Mm, yeah, absolutely spot on. And, and and I also think of that game and everyone talks about the penalties, you know, and, and I, I talk about the extra time. I talk oh, about the golden, golden, golden goal. Golden goal as well, weren't it? Golden goal as well. And, um, and the people say, oh, well, Gazza, you know, every time I watch Gazza, I still think he's going to get to it. Yeah. You know, for, if you take it 10 minutes before that, Darren Anton had an absolutely unbelievable chance. Yeah. From about five yards out and he slipped and hit the post. Yeah. Um, and but everyone keeps talking about the Gaza moment. And I remember saying to Gaza after the game, so after the game, so Gaza, if you didn't have that extra hamburger, you would have got that. If you would have stuffed your face with all that fat food. That was a hard time you had that. that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know, I still I still kind of kind of watch it and think, he's gonna get there, he's gonna get there. Yeah. And I, but I, you're right. I think after it, it was, there was a bit, bit of sweet moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like we're out because I thought once we beat the Spanish, I thought we were the best team left yeah. in in that, in that competition. Yeah. Um, so, and the Czechs were okay, but they weren't as good as us. So, and I'm thinking, yeah, so gutted, disappointed. Mm. But then again, I look back and like you did and said, well, not only did it bring the fans together, you know, it brought the whole nation together. You yeah. know, no, everyone, exactly. even, even, even non-related. Football people didn't have a clue about yeah. football. You know, yeah. everyone was smiling, everyone was talking about us, the songs, football's coming home. Yeah. You know, and it's funny because it's still, you know, 25 years on, it's still so iconic. Yeah. You know, and it's like this steeped in history, but yet we didn't even win it. I know. And it was like, it was so hard to like realise what was going on. What about, what about when we went to Wimbledon? Oh, that was funny. That was <laughs> that was unreal, <laughs> wasn't it? So we went to Wimbledon, didn't we? And like we walked into the centre court, and everybody got up and started clapping. They like they applauded us in, and even Pete Sampras had to stop, didn't he? And like yeah. we like walked in, like half went to our seats, and then we were like, "Oh, it's for us, thank you." <laughs> <laughs> it was, <wasn't> it? <laughs> and yeah, Pete, Pete Sampras was playing. Was it going? Ivanovich was he something like that? I can't remember. It was yeah, because he was looking around saying, "Who yeah. were they?" You know what I mean? <laughs> and I remember you got up to go to the toilet, and then the, everyone went. 
<laughs> that was that. But that just shows you what what it meant to the English public, you know. And, yeah, and that's why, you know, I say about now, you know, I, I'm so desperate for England to win something because mm. I want to be around when that happens, you know, because I want to be involved in that party. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, and, and and the thing is, you, you look at the game so far, and you think to yourself, you know, we don't look like a team who's going to who's can win it. But I still no. believe that. You know, we, we're going to qualify for the last 16. Mm-hmm. And I think if we can get our game together, you know, then we can beat anyone's given team on, on any given day. In that, on that knockout stage, we, if we if we perform to our best, we're going to be hard to beat. Yeah, especially at Wembley. You know, yeah. we've got the quarterfinals, semifinals and finals at Wembley. Um, and But we need a performance. We need a performance because I think the fans kind of, I wouldn't say turned, but yeah. there's, there's a They're indifferent, of, aren't they? They're indifferent yeah. at the moment. Yeah, the phoning got taken off and they were booing. And then obviously yeah. the game, against, the draw of the result itself at the end of the game, they were booing. I, mean, I, I get that. There's a lot of frustration. Yeah. You know, it's England, Scotland. Um, but it's not every day we play England, Scotland. You know, no. very, very rarely happens. So yeah, it's a completely exactly. different game to plan against anybody else. But, you know, once we get to the group stages, we've got enough firepower, yeah. enough options to still think we've got a chance. But we need to put in a, as you mentioned the word reaction, we need a reaction from the Scotland game. Yeah. No, exactly, and it, it does. It need, like you say, it needs that spark. We need that spark to light the fans up, you know, mm. and give everybody hope that yeah, you know, we are we have got a real chance. You know, even if we come up against France or Italy, you know, it will be tough. There's no doubt, and we will mm. have to be at our best. But we still we still feel that we've got enough, you know, and we've mm. got enough on the bench as well. That's what I like about it at the moment. Yeah, and 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 you know, I, I I'm not sure how you feel. I never saw that performance against Holland in Euro 96 coming. You know, I knew, I knew it was a good side, but yeah. I, didn't, I didn't see that that level of performance that we had. Uh, but I think that went from the fact that we beat the Scotland, uh, Scotland team 2-0 prior to that. The fact yeah. that England had drawn that game <clears throat> last week, um, they're going to the next game, not sure, in, not sure whether they're confident, whether they're not confident, you know, yeah. what they're going to get. I still think England... I don't see how England are trying to play. I think they kind of lose their identity. When we played, I knew what we were doing. Yeah. He was there, we yeah. were there, we all knew our jobs. Um, the Scotland game, I was a bit kind of confused about what actually we were trying to do. You know, yeah. Sterling dropping deep, Kane was dropping deep. Kane dropping deep, what's all that about? I know he does it at Tottenham, no. but like he, he needs to stay out of there. He needs to stay up up front, you know, and get, get some better service because he's going into that midfield and he's losing it as well. Yeah. Well, so as soon as your centre forward starts going past your, you know, Mount, who's, who's your number ten, and past the midfield players to get the ball, you're in trouble. Yeah. You're actually you're spot on. H, I think Kane has to stay between the goalposts. Yeah, you know, and you know he, he he's a concern for me. Um, you know, it was a bit like Alan Shearer before the tournament. Yeah. You know, he wasn't scoring goals. That's the right, fans yeah. were saying, "Listen, he can't start the tournament." Les Ferdinand should be starting. He just won PFA for the year. Les Ferdinand, and but Terry Venables said, "Listen, I'm going to stick with you because I believe in yeah. you." And we've seen with Southie that he's doing exactly the same. So I hope for Harry Kane that he can come up chance. Because if, if we need him to play well and score goals, we're going to win this tournament. Seaman says, in conversation. How's the fishing? That was good. Because... I've seen the picture. I've seen the picture that you caught. I know. Caught, it is massive. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't get it though. You just you just throw it back in the water, though, didn't you? You don't throw them. You just gently put. You take a photograph and then you gently put them back. You don't throw them back in. <laughs> What's the point of that? See how big it is. <laughs> yeah, I know, but 
That's just like taking a big. That's just like taking a big bar of chocolate and or nicking a big bar of chocolate and then taking it back about five minutes later and laying it back on the shelf. Yeah, you'd yeah, never mate. do that. I'd never do that. Yeah, I would do that. Sure. <laughs> I, just, I just don't know. How you can. I know you love your fishing. Yeah. And I know you love your golf, but you know, and you've always loved your fishing. Um, how can you sit there for eight hours, six hours, night fishing? Mate, you know, that, you know that big one that I got, right? I was yeah. there for two nights. You wasn't. <laughs> I was. And I was actually fishing. <laughs> you were fishing before. <laughs> <laughs> you have to ask the missus that one time. I know, exactly. <laughs> two nights? Two nights, yeah. And I caught it on the last day as well. Yeah. Did you? Was you on your own when you caught it? No, I was with a mate. Yeah, he, he was like on the other side of the lake and I, and I phoned him and I was like, I've got a big fish, I've got a big fish. He'd come running around. And as I'm playing it, it was, you know, I knew it was a, uh, well, I thought it was a big one. And then he, he saw it and he went, oh, don't lose this. I was like even more nervous trying to get it in. <laughs> so would you say you was more nervous catching that fish or more nervous playing at Euro 96 then? Oh, no. Euro 96 was like, that was what we did. Do you know, do you know <laughs> the most nervous I've ever been dancing on ice in the tunnel yeah. waiting, waiting yeah. to go yeah. out? Oh, You're not my a great God. dancer, are you? No, I don't dance. I can skate, but I don't. I can't dance and I can't sing. Well, no, I know you can't dance. That's for sure. <laughs> I, I don't dance even after 10 pints. Yeah, yeah I know you don't. <laughs> I just laugh. <laughs> but no, they must have took you out of your comfort zone, you know what I mean? Which is a yeah. nice thing to do, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And it was, it was something that I enjoyed and it was really hard. It's one of them sports that looks easy on telly. You know, mm. and I was like, "Yeah, I'll give that a go." And I was like, "Oh my god!" You know, and I swear, like you get like dry lip, and your lip would like stick up there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh man, it was horrible. The worst and feeling you must, ever. You must have lost a bit of timber though doing oh, the chilling. Yeah. yeah, loads, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's you know, it's one of them things. You know, we we still skate now, me and Frankie, and but yeah. obviously we haven't been through COVID yet. But you know, so we haven't been for about a year and a half. But we'll be getting back out there and doing some tricks What's and next? stuff. Should What's they come dancing? Should they come yeah. dancing? Fancy get out? Get me out! I'm a celebrity. Uh, celebrity's not bad. I, 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 I can't dance, so I told, I've turned that down twice. You <laughs> 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 asked me to do that, the mass singer and the mass dancer. I'm like, no, <laughs> <laughs> no chance. <laughs> can't sing and can't dance. I'm a Yorkshireman, mate. You know, if there's any drinking <laughs> games or something like that, <laughs> I can drink a few pints of beer. Don't worry about that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so do. You, so can we win it? Can we win it? Can we win it? I, I've been really excited before the tournament that I thought that we've got a really good chance. Um, beat Croatia. All right, not the best performance. Mm. Then the Scotland game, I was like, oh, God, I was so frustrated. Um, mm. You know, but we still got four points, you know, mm. and, and I still feel, I just, I feel that we've got a chance. I think, like you said, we've got, we've got a game coming up where everything, you know, we're going to get that spark. You know, mm. and that confidence is going to be really high. And once you get into that knockout stage and you, you start playing with confidence, you've got a great chance. And if we don't win it, who's your, who's your favourites? Well, I thought of France when um, when they first started out. When you look at their team, you look at the players they've got. And then that, that game, that result against Hungary really threw me. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, you look at Italy, you look at how, how well they play as a team. Um you know, and then you look at Belgium as well, but it, and then even Germany. You know, like when they got beat by France, yeah. and I was thinking, "Come on, Portugal, beat them and get them out." Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it didn't yeah, happen. Yeah, oh, no. fantastic, they? yeah, yeah you know, so they are they are a worry. 
they're the ones that I'm kind of concerned about because we know from previous uh, tournaments that Germany was going to start slow but then get better and better. Yeah. Uh, well, sometimes with the, you look at the telling results, 3-0, 3-0, it looks like they're at the top of the game already. Can they keep continue doing that game after exactly. game after game? Well, as you know, like we did in Euro 96, I thought we got better each game. And so yeah. that's why I look at the Germans and think, you know, they're starting to play a little bit, you know. So. You know, and it, when it was against Portugal as well, you know, they're not too bad themselves. And, yeah, um, yeah, I was I was really impressed with that. You know, it was. But if I had to put money on it, I would go with. I'd say France or Germany, and I think I'd go with. France. Have, I'd, I'd want I'd want France to win it more than Germany, if I'm honest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't want them winning it again. <laughs> and I can't I can't see you putting any money in it, Dave, because you're a tight get. You've always been a tight get. There's no chance you put yeah. any money on anything. It might, it'd, it'd probably be a quid. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Look after the pounds. <laughs> Look after the pennies. <laughs> Listen, mate, take care. Great to see you, mate. And, and uh, next time I come down to London, we'll try and get a game of golf in and I can oh, take yeah. that pound off you that you're oh, having in your pocket. Yeah. We'll play for weighty service again. Remember that? Brilliant. <laughs> 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 that was brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> tell, us, tell the story quickly while we were on air. Go on. So we were playing. Uh, it were playing in Portugal, wasn't it? Who was it? it was yeah. me? Oh, was it me and Gazza against you and Wrighty? Yes. Yeah, and we played for waiter service. And waiter service means there's no money involved, but the losing couple have to put serviettes on their arm, and the, <laughs> the other two sit down. The two winning guys sit down, and then you have to come up to. Excuse me, sir. What would you like to drink? <laughs> and then you have to go back to the bar, get the get the drinks on a tray, and then bring them to you. And then you sit down, you take your drinks. Anything else, sir? Yes, a packet of crisps, please. <laughs> we had me, we had you and Righty doing it, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, it's horrible, wasn't it? You know, something you know what I mean? It was terrible. Brilliant stuff. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> All right, mate. It's lovely to you. Take Thanks, care, Paul. Okay, mate. Take care, mate. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.